Welcome. Welcome to Healthy You. What is that? A podcast from Raytheon Technologies that can help employees live their best lives. It helps me get in the zone. It, it helped me to change my mindset. Oh, I love it. It's me ready for my day. Now, listen in and learn how you can be a healthy you. Hi, and welcome back to the Healthy You Podcast. I'm your host, JT, and here with me is my co-host, DJ, who, in all honesty, is one of the more laid-back people you will ever meet. Sorry, what's that? I said you're laid-back. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty laid-back, I guess. Like, sometimes you might not even think he's paying attention, but no, he's just that laid-back. Yeah. You're pretty chill, too, though, I have to say. Yeah, and I I think that's why we mesh well. I'm chill enough that your laid-backness doesn't stress me out too much, but (laughs) there are certainly other things that can stress me out, and especially in these times, there are stressors all over the place. There are? Like, what? What are you talking about? (laughs) I I can't tell if you're joking or not. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, you're right. Um, We are all under a lot of stress right now. People are worried about their health, their jobs, Mm -hmm. uh, taking care of their kids. Right. So today, we're going to try and help everyone understand a little more about worry, stress, and anxiety and give some ideas on how to deal with it. Okay, right out of the gate, first question. What is the difference between worry, stress, and anxiety? Because they all kind of sound the same to me. Yeah, let's break it down, and we'll start with worry. Okay. So simply put, worry happens only in your mind, not in your body. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, worry is what happens when your mind dwells on negative thoughts, uncertain outcomes, or, you know, things that could go wrong. Okay, so... You talk about me being laid back. I'm pretty good about not worrying too much, but I think it's just a balancing because my wife worries enough for the both of us, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, worry in and of itself actually can be a good thing. You know, when we think about an uncertain or unpleasant situation, such as being unable to pay the rent or doing badly on an exam, our brains become stimulated. So when we worry, it actually calms our brains down by causing us to problem solve or take actions that keep us safe. But when worry starts to get unhealthy is when we get stuck thinking about that problem. Ah, okay. So maybe I should actually be worrying a little bit more. I'll I'll work (laughs) on that, I guess. (laughs) Now, stress, on the other hand, is a physical response. It's how our bodies respond to an external event or stressor. So things like a work deadline or, you know, a scary medical test. Yeah, and stress is totally natural, right? Mm -hmm. Um, In prehistoric times, stress was an instinctual response to a threat, like, you know, hearing a predator in the bushes. Right, and we talked about it a little bit in our brain chemistry episode. This fear causes you to release adrenaline and cortisol, which helps your brain and body to deal with the threat. And you probably know what this looks like. A rapid heart rate, clammy hands, uh, a shallow breath, things like that. Yeah. And, you know, in modern times, you, you know, you're probably not running from a woolly mammoth. uh, But, you know, stress may have gotten you out of a jam. You know, like it gives you that little bit of extra juice. Uh, maybe as you race through the airport to catch a flight. Right. Or, you know, it helps you stay up late to pull together an important assignment, you know, in the final hour, you know. And as a certified procrastinator, I am very familiar with that kind of stress. Yeah, it's uh, it's also called acute stress. Aww. And 
that kind of rut, no, not cute, acute, oh. um, <laughs> an acute stress gives you a rush, generally wears off once the situation is resolved. Now, chronic stress, on the other hand, is when your body stays in that fight or flight mode continuously. Mm. And a lot of times, this is because the situation causing the stress doesn't resolve. Maybe it's financial problems or a challenging boss, something like that. Yeah, yeah. And this is where it can start to cause problems, right? Mm -hmm. The American Psychological Association links chronic stress to a variety of larger health concerns, such as digestive and reproductive issues, an increased risk of heart disease, um, and even a weakening of the immune system. Yeah. And then we get to anxiety. And anxiety is basically the culmination of worry and stress. Oh, no. So this means we experience anxiety in both our mind and our bodies. Okay. So we talked about how stress is a natural response to a threat. Well, anxiety has a similar physical response except there's no threat. Right, and anxiety in some ways is a response to a false alarm. For example, in these COVID-19 times, maybe you start to feel a little sick. Uh You've got a headache, you randomly cough. (coughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then you start to have all the physiology of a stress response, right? Because you're telling yourself, Oh, God, I definitely have the coronavirus. Uh, oh, and before I die, I need to, you know, I'm going to give it to everyone I know. Yeah, right, right, right. Start freaking out. Right. The blood is flowing. Adrenaline is pumping. Your chest feels tight. Your body is in a state of fight or flight. But there is no predator in the bushes. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. And before we go further, it's important to remember that there's also a difference between feeling anxious, which is a totally normal part of everyday life, and having an anxiety disorder. An anxiety disorder is a serious medical condition. Yeah. Okay, so let's keep going. So the human body is pretty brilliant, Mm -hmm. but unfortunately, our nervous system is not very good at distinguishing between emotional and physical threats. So if you are super stressed over an argument with a friend, a work deadline, or, you know, a mountain of unpaid bills, your body can react just as strongly as if you're facing a true life or death situation. Mm. And the more your emergency stress system is activated, the easier it becomes to trigger, making it harder to shut off. Yeah, and if you get stressed out frequently, um, we talked about how that can lead to serious health problems, right? Mm -hmm. Um, It can even rewire the brain, leaving you more vulnerable to things like anxiety and depression. Right, so how much worry, stress, and anxiety is too much? When when does it cross that line? Well, how much stress is too much differs from person to person, obviously. Some people are able to roll with life's punches, while others tend to crumble in the face of even small obstacles or frustrations. You know, and then there's some people who, you know, actually thrive on the excitement of a high-stress lifestyle. Some factors that influence your stress tolerance level include your support network, your sense of control, your general outlook on life, and your ability to deal with your emotions. Okay, so what do we do if we're experiencing an unhealthy amount of worry or stress? Or if an abundance of worry and stress has actually led to a full-blown anxiety disorder? Yeah, there are definitely some things you can do. So let's start with worries. Worries, like we talked about, in and of themselves are okay. But it's important to take steps and practice some skills to keep your worries under control. Yeah, one uh, really cool technique I read about was to set aside some actual worry time. This is a set amount of time you allow yourself to worry about a problem. 
you know, even set a timer on your watch or your phone if you need to, maybe 20 minutes. And then during that time, you allow yourself to think about the problem. Uh, Maybe you come up with some steps that you're going to take, some actions that you think will help, you know, address the issue. Yeah, just don't make it the same 20 minutes you're listening to this podcast. Please don't (laughs) do that. Um, You know, it can also help to write out your worries and how they make you feel. Research has shown that just even 8 to 10 minutes of writing something like that can help calm obsessive thoughts. All right, so those things will help with worrying. But what can we do about stress? I feel like this one's a little trickier because it's an actual physical reaction, right? Right, and you're never going to believe it, DJ, but exercise is a great way to relieve stress. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. (laughs) It's true, though, and I, I think we've all felt the need to go for a run or do some activity to help, quote, blow off some steam, right? Okay, yeah, that's definitely a thing that I've heard of. You know? And that's simply your body recovering from that increase of adrenaline and cortisol caused by the stress. And it's an old adage, but focusing on the things you can control and letting go of the things you can't is key to keeping stress under control. Yeah, it's also really important to not get caught up in comparing your stress with anyone else's, right? Because we talked about everybody handles Mm -hmm. it differently. So everyone responds differently to stressful situations. So, you know, try not to be too hard on yourself. Okay, lastly, let's talk about some ways to help deal with anxiety. And of course... Since anxiety is tied so tightly into worry and stress, the things we talked about for those two, setting aside time to worry, exercise, they can help here too. Yeah, and because anxiety is physiological, um, stimulants can actually have a significant impact. So uh, one thing doctors suggest is to limit your sugar, alcohol, and caffeine intake. Yeah, those are all good things to try and help lessen anxiety, but what can you do when you're literally in the middle of a anxiety episode talking or thinking about it will trust me not help you in that case no no it won't instead use some of the mindfulness tricks we talked about in some previous episodes uh, and try to focus on something else okay if you're stuck in a true attack you know focusing on your breathing might not work because you don't have a lot of control over your breathing Mm -hmm. but you could try something else like listening to some music in your headphones Um, or listening to nature sounds. And also, some people really find it helpful to focus on something tactile, Mm. like rubbing a piece of Velcro or velvet. Oh, interesting. So if you're really worried about your stress or anxiety, you can always reach out to someone. If you're a Heritage UTC employee, you can speak to the experts at Beacon Health Options and talk about anything that's on your mind. The phone number is on your gateway. And if you're a Heritage RTN employee, you can reach out to ComPsych. You can find that information on 1RTN. And both are free, confidential, and available 24-7. Yeah, you can also go to rtxhealthyu.com and click on Healthy Mind to access the Healthy Mind space. It has a lot of good information about how the brain works and plenty of tips on dealing with stress, anxiety, and even depression. So how do you know if you need professional help? There is no clear-cut answer here. Um, you know, it's not like a cut on your finger where, you mm-hmm. know, if it becomes infected, you know you should see a doctor. Right. With stress and anxiety, you should think about getting help when those feelings begin to interrupt your life, uh, causing sleep problems or, or making you feel out of control. For some reason, only about a third of Americans who deal with anxiety disorders seek professional help, which mm. is, you know... Sad. There's no reason to suffer right. in silence. Yeah. Go talk with your primary healthcare professional. 
Uh, he or she might recommend a professional therapist who can offer support, or they can give you some practical lifestyle tips on how to manage stress without letting it take over your life. Yeah, and don't let worry, stress, or anxiety control you. If you have questions about anything we've talked about today, shoot us an email at healthyupodcast at benefits at rtx.com. Want to find out more about how to support your healthy mind? Sign up for Take 5 at the same place where you found this podcast, rtxhealthyu.com. And until next time, here's to a healthy you. And that's it from the podcast made especially for the minds, bodies, and wallets of RTX employees across the country. That's a great idea. This, this is Healthy You.